Happy Christmas! Good morning, woman. Happy Christmas to you. How are you? Yeah, I'm lazy. I'm today recording from my bed because they do say your optimal recording studio contains lots of fabric and cloth. Okay, uh... then I'm 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 in my bed too and surrounded <laughs> by my dresses. Like more cloth than that is it's impossible. Is that how you usually podcast? Or... Yes, absolutely. Ah. On my bed with Loki. With Loki or with dresses? Both. <laughs> Are you getting dressed for some special occasion today? No, I'm just planning to spending my day, my Sunday, in this uh, nightgown that I have that is very comfortable. It's silk. And then if I have to, now if I have to, and then I highlight if, I will just put on some Nike wear and go running. But nice. if. Nah. <laughs> I just took off my silk <laughs> nightgown, actually, and wore um i don't know i'm not even sure this is a frotte one but a super comfortable sort of teddy bear fabric one just to be in optimal cozy mode yes that sounds deliciously deliriously good i when... don't want anything that is uncomfortable in my life today can't deal sorry when was last time you went for a run yesterday oh okay it was traumatic <laughs> and before that the time before that uh, it was before Christ, probably. So I really don't remember that. That's it exactly was... the same for me. That's why I ask. Yeah, because you know what? Um, I had to stop training with my trainer because we went into lockdown and then it was way too cold and then it was raining again. And if, if Corona didn't get me, a, a, a pneumonia was going to kill me. So not happening. And I'm still waiting that they reopen the gyms so I can actually do something good for myself. Because I can see already that I'm, uh, you know, growing like a panettone again <laughs> because we keep eating. Oh, my God. Not only the eating bit, but, you know, for the first time this Christmas, I didn't go and see my mother, which means that I was in charge of the buying and the cooking. And it bloody took me all day. I don't know. I probably spent five hours in the kitchen. Where is the relaxing in that? No, there is no relax. I mean, people like to tell all these beautiful tales about Christmas and the joys of cooking. Come the hell on. I mean, where is the joy in cooking? I sweat. I just, you know smell like meat for the rest of the day and i smile delicious but, yeah very much delicious but i think loki is you know sniffing me the whole day because of that it, it isn't love it's just me smelling like bloody meat so yeah it's okay. overwhelming actually it's overwhelming yes. the the because typically i just land on the 24th i take a cab go straight to my mom from the airport and sit myself down in a sofa and i guess you know she prepares a sort of old style so she would start with the Lebanese Christmas table days and days in advance because you, you do to realize do... you're making me hungry now you're not helping. I'm sure you just ate but just basically you know so she's ready to feed you when you come it's not like she goes in the kitchen by the time you arrive and this year that none of that so uh, it means you sort of have to do it yourself and sorry but uh, equally between the bloody meals all you do is is clean and cook yes, yes um, of it's course. a nightmare do you know how that is called no glutton no what is it no called? no no it's called being an adult 
and finally you know realizing what our mothers and grandmothers yeah, have been doing terribly all life and now, yeah, yeah it's horrifying but this year I mean aside from the obvious that I couldn't have anyone cooking but I was already cooking the Christmases before because you know husband doesn't cook if he if I don't cook we're just going to starve or eat cat food so neither <laughs> of the two was acceptable to me and I don't really like tuna uh, uh, the way Loki does tuna but um, you know I, it was either that or starving and it's exhausting i like it but it's exhausting i actually sat uh, on the christmas eve i sat at, at the table and there was lobster there was you know this beautiful uh, smoked salmon and it was lovely and i just took a bite and i and i felt like i was going to throw up and i and the whole dinner was done for me because i just couldn't eat i think the person that cooks at the end eats less so cooking yeah. is really a diet. <laughs> I did not eat less, I can say. But look, here here around the house, uh, my husband actually does cook. But his big challenge mm-hmm. is to synchronize stuff. So, I mean, if, for example, if I would make any random breakfast, I know he likes he likes his bread warm. He's a big bread fanatic. So I would make sure that I put the oven on to heat the bread. And I would make sure to put the bread, if they are not frozen, if they're fresh, they need six minutes. So I would put them when they're six minutes left on the fried eggs so that I can take them out simultaneously and serve the food. That sounds exhausting, actually. But you have to, because what's the point of, you know, having the eggs ready and then having the bread ready 10 minutes later? Those cat tuna cans sound so delicious at the moment. And the same thing goes for Christmas. So you basically want your gravy finished at the same time as your meat is hot, at the same time as your side is finished. So you need to synchronize all that. And he doesn't do any of it. So if he's going to cook, it's all very delicious, but it, it all comes out at separate times. So you, <laughs> so you, and, and that stresses him. And I'd be like, okay, but then let me do it because at least I'm good with synchronizing. Uh, but that's, that's just an effort. And yesterday, um, I didn't think we were going to make it out to do uh, a walk. So I haven't had a really... I diff- saw you. I saw you. Yeah. We haven't had the peace of mind to go walking in a very, very long time. And now since they are four days off, we just said, okay, let's go and do it because we're not bothered by anyone work-wise. So, so we went the day before. And then yesterday, uh, he was stuck on a conference call. So I thought, we're never going to make it out. So I just said, okay, but then I go and do a run, which was really nice. And I can't remember if it was like in 2017 that I ran outdoors the last time. I do a bit of treadmill running, but it's incomparable. Uh, absolutely. And... No, no, it's it's something else. When you go out and you see the fresh air and you clear your mind, yeah, that's something else different. And also, you. yeah, and just generally the... Um... Uh, the ground that you run on it's a different you take a different step it's you know it's uphills downhills it's just altogether a different exercise and to my surprise it was sunny in the park so I couldn't see the sun from indoors but it was really sunny outside so and then by the time I came back he was like let's go walking so I was like oh <laughs> yeah 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 walking nice. again I can't wait <laughs> it was nice no but so, I, I did something different actually I went uh, you know to, to my bench because I have a bench at at the park when I usually go with my trainer and I was like half an hour into it and then I decide that I call my husband and I called him and I say bring grandpa because you know everyone is outside the police doesn't really give a give a damn and uh, just have the poor man have some air because he hasn't seen the outside in like two weeks and we go out and then my grandfather says I'm going to be your trainer so we did actually a real 
on on Instagram and people are loving my grandfather way yeah. more than me. <laughs> he's so cute. He's very cute. Yes, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you were doing exercise again." And I'm like, "Is it that bad, grandpa? Is it really that bad?" And then I look at myself and I say, "Okay, girl, you took like two steps back because you aren't able to do I'm not able to do exercise indoors i'm sorry i just can't. it's difficult yeah i mean for me i don't know what's going on so i booked a couple of sessions with my coach honestly i don't know um i feel like i've never worked this much ever and I, i i don't know i didn't tell you i guess but i have another hearing tomorrow so today is a working day for me in preparation of the Crap. hearing so yes yeah, so i had one last monday and i feel like i don't know how but between not doing anything and staying at home i feel like all i do is fill my time with work and i don't know if it's I, it's because i stress manage worse i have no idea but i feel but like i don't there take is the some, time yeah, no you don't because you know there is no more boundaries before b- mm. between personal life and work time uh, going to the office sometimes is a really a chore to me but Actually, I had boundaries before and I didn't realize just how important it is. I, I'm not saying you should be going like every single day of the week unless you have to and your work uh, requires it. But I would actually love like three days a week or two days a week uh, mandatory office time. So I just, you know, do my thing in the hours I'm supposed to and then go home and unwind a little bit. Mm. Now I feel like I, I'm like just like you, I'm on call every single moment of my day I never put any boundaries I, I mean my husband laughs now when I answer the phone because they ask me oh did, am I disturbing you am I am I uh, is it the wrong time and I'm like no 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 not at all even if I'm eating dinner so that's a no-no to me I'm not going to import that in 2021 I hope so yeah and that's why I feel like these few days so what is pretty neat about it is it's the first time in forever that I have four days so it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Thursday, I did some work though, but at least, you know, there's more than a weekend uh, where the whole world basically goes in a hiatus. And that leaves me a little bit more time than normal to reboot a bit. And, and it'll, cook. <laughs> it'll be the same, hopefully, for New Year's. So I think I will work 31st like everyone else because of last minute things. But that's a Thursday. And then there's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I look forward to these sort of two three, four day-ish of, um, of consecutive time off so that I can reboot and do exactly what you say, which is, you know, get the habit of going out walking daily or get the habit of just uh, creating boundaries. Because But that's can I gonna... watch? Can you watch I when mean, I walk? No, no, when you, when you do the hearing. I, I told you I would pay to, to, to listen, to, to hear that. That's, that's <sighs> my, you know, um, someone actually asked me, what's my guilty pleasure? <laughs> Seeing her lawyer up, that's my guilty pleasure. My, I would pay for that. My God, talk about paying. You know, I'm, what yeah. I'm going to say is, a, is about to be scandalous. I think it's going to scandalize you. Oh, my God. Do we need to, you know, just give an alert, like, Uh, no minors no no it's not that type of scandal it's it's uh, i'd say it's sort of it's on the tacky it's on the tacky side okay i can i can work with tacky give me tacky okay so let me tell you um uh, usually or not i mean this is terrible uh, but i would say up until this year the brands that i uh, buy loyally from typically Uh, give a Christmas gift away and I've yeah that, that is tacky <laughs> say again 
that that was a tacky remark. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I know what worse. you mean. No, no, it'll get worse. Oh, God. Wait. <laughs> and this year, for example, I didn't get one from Chanel, uh, but I got one from Dior. What? And I got uh, several ones from Cartier on several different occasions. And all I do, all while I understand that sort of boutique policies change and thresholds change and everything, it got me thinking. So now I am closing my year-end books for my business, um, which is due on Thursday, which is also part of the additional crazy. But I just thought to myself, and I, I, I might actually regret this after having said it out loud, oh, but God. I thought to myself, I do want to do a, a bilan. I want to do a, a record a bookkeeping over my spendings with these brands this year girl are you serious yes no wh why do you want to hurt yourself no way? well first of all because i mean the the hurting is twofold so for one is i have this crazy idea where i'm thinking i have until the 31st to buy everything i need on the sales and then i mm -hmm. will try not to buy next year because i bought quite a lot more than i expected this year and now i need to use it for the next so, mm. uh, and at least like, you know, reasonably, it should be at least for the first quarter, I shouldn't be buying anything. So for one, it's, it's to be able to see black and white, you know, look, I spent X amount of money out there and now I need to wear it. So, you know, if I'm going to spend the same amount of money next year, that's just bloody crazy. So that's one. The other one is I'm quite actually curious to see the different thresholds with these uh, brands because I know it sounds outrageous, but I don't, I don't really agree to it. And I, I mean, if I want to be really scandalous, I'll float a number to you. It'll probably make you and everyone else fall off their chairs. I'm sitting, I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting. Should, should I take something, you know, strong? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I mean, before going into numbers, so for example, with Dior, um, my uh, husband was invited in 2019 to a Reese for the men's collection. And he picked up uh, almost like, I wouldn't say everything from the collection, but a piece of everything. So a leather jacket, trousers, two suits, several shirts, several t-shirts, several shoes, several everything. And that was a nice round number. <laughs> Please, please never say that number in public. Please, like, I mean, people are starving. I'm just going to tell you, like, Kim Kardashian, you know. Right. Uh, when the sister told her, Kim, there are people dying. Please never say that number out loud. Look, it's a reality. People are dying. And uh, I, I could say the number out loud because I am not ashamed of what my reality is. And I think there's a difference between bragging about it and not. But I'm just saying. So that was that was a, a purchase that was made in 219. But since we were absent, we only collected it in 220 otherwise it mm. wouldn't have gone on this year's but that is just his purchases and then these past couple of weeks I've done quite a lot of sales buying at Dior so when I think of the number uh, okay I'm not going to say them at your advice and then if I look at my Chanel purchases it's true that I haven't bought any bags I haven't bought any clothes but I've done quite a significant amount of sale shopping of shoes. And, and as you know, like a normal pair of shoes without sales is over 1000 euros. And I'm shocked to see that this doesn't even qualify you for a Christmas card. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, no. uh, because, you know, they, they have this policy of, of uh, spenders being spenders just when they buy the things like, clothing or bags everything else is just a you know occasional customer but then something else uh just you know resonates with me um 
how, just up to what point are we just clients uh, or uh, we are, you know, clients who are returning clients uh, who actually deserve to be kept Mm. Uh, or remember it's a good That's point and i have to say i i walked by the chanel shop uh, i don't know if it was wednesday sort of 10 minutes before closing and oddly mm. enough they looked um they didn't look very busy which is sort of surprising so they kind of waved me in to say come and say hello so i did and there the store manager comes and she literally invites me for a glass of champagne together with with the lady that helps me buy buy my things and then she also invited the rest of the shop even if you know there were 10 minutes left I think on the opening hours mm, and nice. I think she did what she could in terms of you know what are her liberties to take in her own store which is rather different from you know what's the spending score in order for you to qualify on the gift list item I so I appreciate that gesture where she's saying okay how do I make this customer feel special even if I don't have a parcel for her. But I, I really think, um, and you know, I, I respect that it's not necessarily relevant to talk about numbers, but for me, I want to see black on white. How exactly how much did I spend? Because I want to treat them reciprocally, honestly. I just want to say, look, if I spend, let's say I spend, I don't know, Sandra, maybe 10,000 euros at Chanel, maybe. That's a lot of money. I'm sitting. You're sitting. That's a lot of money. <laughs> And I, you know, if that is, if that can't be valued and, you know, Luxembourg is tiny. So uh, I think already last year I got downgraded and I was gifted scented candles. Um, and Well, I have, I haven't even received the WhatsApp uh, Christmas message. So I guess I'm not even downgraded. I just don't go there anymore. That's so, you thing. know, on the WhatsApp messages, sorry, I just interrupt here one second. I barely looked at my WhatsApp. So I said today it's on my to-do list to open all of them and to respond. I didn't send anyone's out on my own. I just want to be in the present with my family uh, and that's it. And I know it sounds terrible to respond to that. No, 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 no. Actually, actually, no. Actually, no. You know, the one of, one uh, and only video that I actually opened when someone sent it to me on Christmas was, uh, we wish you a merry offline Christmas, yeah. <laughs> which is very much significant. I wanted to send it to you, but it was in Italian, <laughs> half in Italian, and I, I, I would, it would just be lost in translation. But listen, it said something like, you are basically living on zoom and whatever apps uh, the whole year and you fix meetings even when you're in the bathroom <laughs> so please just just you know stop doing that and stop uh, being online just switch it off and merry christmas so i said listen this is nice this is funny i'm just going to open my phone for the things that I want to do, such as, I don't know, making a reel, posting something on Instagram, because there I have a community that I like to engage with, but not too much this Christmas. It's also because... a giver position. So it's yes, you sort of. Exactly. It's, not, it's yeah. me. It, it's on my terms. Yeah. But if you bombard me with uh, several WhatsApp messages, which are actually people sending greetings in chains, which is something that I actually hate, I didn't even answer to those and I'm not going to answer to those. I only answer to people who actually either call me or send me something personal because this Christmas is very hard on me. So I answer to every single one of those, but then I switched off the phone. Look, I so please don't feel guilty. Talk about personal. So I got this message from somebody writing, you know, uh, I'm not going to do what people do every year, which is to send generic messages to everyone. So this per this message is personal coming straight from me to you. 
So Amanda, I wish you a Merry Christmas 2013. And who's who's Amanda? That was funny because it wasn't, you know, it was a copy paste. Oh my oh my god. Oh my god. I just oh my god, I missed the joke. Oh my god, that's horrifying. So it was kind of but, funny, well, but it's exactly listen, that. It's really last but last night I got a message from a follower uh, who said, Merry Christmas, Alessandra. And I'm like sorry my name isn't alessandra i'm i'm only sandra and if you are been you've been following me for years like you said you did <laughs> i mean i'm sorry this. oh she said oh yes but never mind uh actually i do mind that's my name you were talking about but yes people do these kind of things but this christmas to me is really an offline chance just to you know get my priorities back in check mm. i don't want to be on my phone as much as i used to and if i am i'm just going to be with people that don't um you know weigh in on my space they they don't they, they're not a burden they're just some something nice that i'm going to be mm. uh separating my time for it is really communication fatigue i think it's not it's not being connected i use my phone for sales browsing and to read on forums and to catch up with news and i use it for, so i often have it in my hand but I, i mean it's like you say i like either to broadcast or to sort of read casually but i have communication fatigue so um so but today i said to myself prior to the end of the day i really need to go through these and actually respond to them one by one because it's impolite otherwise i can't just leave them there to january <laughs> but <laughs> well you know you know i'm not even feeling guilty about that anymore because the burnout mm. is real mm. like the burnout through the whole um entire entirety of emotions this year is horrifyingly real mm. i think that staying inside the reason that i actually went out yesterday it was two two reasons two main reasons actually because one was sunshine that i haven't seen a blue sky in like three weeks because it was always raining and the other one is that the day before which was actual christmas day I felt uh, the most profound grief and the worst day of these like three months was this mm. and I said okay I'm either going to go out and get some air and do some exercise and that's going to save my mind uh, or I'm just going to feel the burnout until I cry again so yeah it's real and the feelings are real and we shouldn't be ignoring them or sweeping them under the carpet and saying okay I need to you don't need to People will understand because this is not a normal year. Even if you don't have an empty place at the table, like some, some families do, mo many families actually do this year, you still have the right to feel the burnout of too much communication, too much stimulating, too much everything. You are just staying home. Otherwise, you would be, you know, uh, around the world somewhere or you yeah. maybe you would have traveled here. We would have seen each other, whatever, you know, come to Milan, woman, but now we are inside the house cooking it's modern slavery <laughs> yeah i also feel a bit like um you know it, it's a more selfish christmas than ever because everyone's tending to their own needs and with all the 2020 fatigue i think people can almost not support anything else than their own needs So it's almost, I would say, almost even difficult to look outside of your own bubble. And I experienced that with, I'd say, quite a lot of people. So everyone is either broadcasting heavily about their own emotions, 
Yeah. Uh, or they are trying to shield themselves from other emotions. And, and I, I find actually this Christmas just generally be much less about caring and giving to others and much more about intro- introspecting and introverting. And I find that fairly interesting. Alive. Yeah. Staying alive. Yeah. This, this year, it's all about surviving. It's very interesting like, that, you know, people take to themselves for that and not to the general community. And it's an observation I've but made. You, do you know why? Because in my opinion, we lost the community. Uh, the community thing has gone down the drain in the moment that we had to isolate. We Everyone has to isolate now these days. And the community is also made by people you meet, people you greet, people you take care of. But people talk year, so much about missing that community. So... It's surprising well, that you, that one would adopt so well to the lack of it. But there is no other choice. For example, I'll tell you what's happening in Italy. We are in the so-called red zone, red area. Uh, the whole of the country is a red area, which is um, a different name for strict lockdown, which was invisible yesterday because everyone was uh, out in the open in the park. I think the park has become the new, you know, promenade, uh, like like in in. Um, in, in those costume movies. But um, we have to stay home and we can't see people and the community is no longer a possibility. Unless you live in a smaller community and I don't know how it works there, but in a city, we just keep up via telephone, via WhatsApp and Facebook and whatever. But at the end of the day, you are alone with your own family and your own thoughts. You don't have the energy for anything else because this is taking a toll on our mental health and it's useless to deny this is going to be something that is leaving consequences on everyone, even in the next uh, upcoming years. Mm. You know, we had the most beautiful surprise in Italy on Christmas and it was uh, the most beautiful video that I've seen in the whole year. It was the first van taking vaccines mm. into Italy and, um, you know, crossing Italy from north until Rome with these armed police guards mm. surrounding the van. Because now, you know, there is also the danger of people stealing the vaccine, which is like liquid gold mm. at the moment. I saw hope in that. And I said, I was crying because, you know, it, it's uh, overly emotional. I see the vaccines and I think this might end sometime soon and it was surprising to see how much we all hope it's going to end soon and how much we need that that's that's my thinking mm. it was a christmas miracle for us here i wouldn't say i'm surprised i think everybody's fairly fed up and uh you know can't wait for it to happen and i guess the positive thing is that the the uh, vaccine wasn't announced until mid 2021 and it's a miracle that it's appearing already end of december and for that, we really need to count our blessings because I guess it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, previewed. It wasn't scheduled for now. So that's absolutely. But would amazing. you? Will you actually have the vaccine when available? I don't want to talk about it because it's controversial oh. uh, for others, not for me. Uh, my answer is clear, and uh, you will you will know. I will know. Okay, but I will just come out with it. I will. Whenever that is available, I will. And I want to because I'm fed up with being a danger to my own family. Because I wasn't even thinking about myself getting the COVID eventually. I was thinking 
you know, about giving it to someone. And I, that's one thing that I couldn't sur- actually survive killing someone in my family with, uh, with uh, the COVID. So whenever that comes, I'm right there in the open. I'll just, you know, shoot me with it. I'm, 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 I'm in. But that being said, yeah, I hope they just uh, give the vaccine to, you know, frontline workers and people who are in first lines of um, like school teachers and whatever. Uh, and then the rest of us can think of it and can actually look forward to another kind of living in the future. Mm. <clears throat> Not haunted by loss anymore. Mm. Yeah, celebrating. Can, can I ask you, actually, I, yeah. I didn't even hear you latch on one second when I said, I'm going to do sales shopping. And then nothing in 2021. You did not latch on one second, neither on sales shopping, neither on shop. Because I actually, because I stopped shopping basically um, months ago. Yeah, and, and that's I why never. It's surprising that yeah. you send me like Dolce Gabbana pictures saying, "Oh, this is fun," and I'm like, "Oh, who is this?" I thought you stopped shopping. I don't <laughs> yeah, get it. You know, you know, no, but because you know they, um, they're some pictures that I see online and some brands that I still like to keep uh, updated with. And I saw the, the Dolce um, Christmas collection and it was beautiful. And although I really don't know where, where would I ever wear that thing, uh, I found it beautiful and I found it like something to look forward to, even if I'm not um, going anywhere with, uh, with the, you know, paillette skirt or whatever, <laughs> but it was pretty to look at. And sometimes I need the glimpse of the pretty. <laughs> okay, now but I get it. I won't be, I, I don't shop. I, I really don't want to because I have these closets bursting and I don't feel the need for it. And I feel the need for other things. Uh, I need to concentrate on other things. But I, I like to still to look. I mean, if you shop, I will be happy. If you don't shop, that's going to be an interesting year. I did well the first six months of this year. So that's okay. But um, I don't have, I don't think I have a problem. I think only uh, for the sales. Okay, you're going to laugh. I want to look at uh, some winter running gear on sale. Uh, which, Who are you? No, I, what did you do with my friend? I do that every year in Stockholm. So I always go by a, a large um, department store for um, for sports clothes and I buy all my sports gear on the winter or summer sale every year. So now I'm going to do it on distance. But then talking about unnecessary gadgets, I want to see if I can find a, a professional oyster opener somewhere. Uh, because my <laughs> husband doesn't want to order opened oysters for New Year's Eve, and it's a real pain in the ass to open them with a with a knife. I've tried it in the past, and it's not even. I, I'm the family opener. I should know. Ah, really? So, do you have a do you have a do you have a tip? I have a knife. I have a knife, but I don't have actually the glove. Mm-hmm. So I just use I just a towel. Used any kind. Yeah, I use a towel that I actually wash immediately after, so it's it's not biggie. Sometimes you can actually get hurt, but once that I got a hold of where to push, mm. um, and funnily enough, I used a YouTube tutorial on how to open oysters, and apparently there are two ways of opening mm-hmm. them, and one is the so-called French way, and it's finding the real spot, which I find exceptionally funny because you, you know, the French are always about finding the spot, whether it's a G spot or an oyster spot. So it's it's a very French thing to do, and I was I was laughing my ass off when I actually found out how easy it is to open um, an oyster when you find the perfect spot. It's like it's like a woman basically. The French have it all figured out. If you touch the right spot, the woman is opening up to you. So and the other yeah. way. 
And the other way, I just ignored it because ah, the French okay. one works so fine. Okay. I mean, I've done, I've done, it must have been a long time ago, but I have this oyster opening knife and I've opened some 30 oysters, but it took me hours. And then it's not like, I guess I didn't find the spot. And I, you know, you also risk lots of sort of shells in them, but apparently there is this professional opener that looks like a sort of an orange squeezer, I think. So does it cost like 700 euros? I don't know. <laughs> and see, on that note, I just have to put it out there. I think talking about oyster opening and having oysters is really in the same category of saying, you know, people are starving out there and don't be a Kim Kardashian. Yes, of course it is. And that's why I'm saying I, I am mindful, but I can't be all that hypocritical because I'm aware of my privileges and my entire Instagram account displays my life, including those privileges. I mean, come on, come on. People actually like nice things. I mean, there is no shame in, in nice things, but we, that, that doesn't mean that we aren't aware of difficulties, but Hey, we suffer and bleed like everyone else. Mm. At the end of the day, no Dior is going to save you from bleeding and crying and whatever. Mm. I should know. <laughs> we just now I finished uh, the repair in the uh, Beirut apartment. So my family has one there that was, um, it's not so far from the port area and we managed to get workers to go there and to deal with it which is really very delicate miraculous yeah but it's a delicate at distance also because you know you're giving away your key to workers and you're not there to supervise and you're not gonna engage your family to to do that because they've you know they've got their hands full with their stuff also but we just now managed to finish the work and at some point it was just difficult to get material and and that's a whole different, it's a whole different story, a whole different ballgame. But if I do find that bloody device and, and, and on <laughs> that note, I don't know if you're aware, but so here shops are open until sort of four o'clock on the 24th and then 25th, 26th, they're closed. And what the government did is that they announced uh, a lockdown from the 27th for um, non-essential, well, everything so only food shops mm. are open as of today. And I think they tried to do it in a way that, you know, you would just finish Christmas and then they decide for, um, I would say it's not a hard lockdown because we only have a curfew. So you can still be outside um, from 6 to 11. And I think they're going to reduce it after New Year's. So it's until 8 in the evening or 9 even in the evening. But so now basically they've decided on a firmer um, firmer uh, lockdown and I think it's because the hospitals are getting very full yeah it's it's uh, something that we know uh, particularly well how it works because we've been living in uh, these color-coded yeah. um, lockdowns for ages now I'm not even faced by it anymore it, it sounds awful I'm faced about, about you know by people dying yes and the danger and everything but I sort of expect to be living in a permanent lockdown and I don't know um, whether that's going to just damage me or, mm, you know, probably. Uh, make me probably, <laughs> but I'm, I'm unfazed by it. Uh, it uh, everything that's going being going on is just leaving me like, yeah, okay, I'll just take it. Whatever comes, I'll mm. take it. Uh, things have changed since February until now. That's just going to be, you know, mm weird weird it means i need to hope that one of my essential shops hosts my oyster opener otherwise there would be no, no <laughs> i'm so so curious about about this oyster opener mm-hmm. which is going to be the object of the new year and you need to be posting a reel about the oyster if opener, i find please. it otherwise there's no oysters and I, i'm i'm not even sorry the hell with that 
you should be knowing that I'm Googling oyster opener as we speak. See what you because get. what is on the menu uh, I, for the for New Year's Eve at your place? Do you know yet? I I really don't know yet, but I I think um, my family will just want me to cook something that I've cooked before because no one wants to experiment on, on New Year's <laughs> Eve. So it's either going to be osobuko, which everyone likes, uh, or some kind of other meats and you know little appetizers. But it's going to be a weird one um, with that anti seed at the table. So I really, really avoid thinking about all sorts of festivities. Mm. And at one side you are grateful and the other, you were just, you know, like, why, why did this happen to me? Mm. Um, your tool is nothing but, you know, just a particular knife, basically. I don't think you got the right one. See, I will, I will figure it out. I have very clear instructions. So I think we saw this kind of a tool when we were in Denmark at an oyster bar and they just opened as if it was like an industrial opener. Like, duk, 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 duk. so let's see. Let's see what I can come up with. That's, but I don't that's crazy. I don't care. Apparently we're having fish. So uh, my husband wants to cook halibut. So that's nice. So we'll figure out, you know, if we make it Swedish style with some um, horseradish and burnt butter on the side. And then for, for midnight, we'll just have some champagne and some foie gras. And then I'll make a, an easy dessert, like super easy, a scoop of vanilla ice cream with some. Mm. And I'm just going to put you on the spot a little bit, Eva Violante. <laughs> Listen, what's your one thing uh, you wish for in 2021? Since this is our last pod in this year, what's your health wish? Of course, pandemic to blow over. Of course. Mm. I don't think I can yeah. wish for anything else. And this is very telling, basically, because we had so many wishes last year and now we just have one. That goes to show what my grandmother was telling about it was always true. She said, let me be healthy and everything else can follow. Yeah, which but, is, I mean, that's yeah. that's like, a, you know, that's on a personal note, but the whole world is ill. The whole world is that's that's a different thing. So very much. True. And, you know, that is handicapping the 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 world on top of it so not only is the world suffering but it's also crippled by all of this and uh, somehow it needs to change direction because i don't know how for how much longer the whole world can be on its knees in the same time yeah yeah that's very much true uh that's the only wish that i have too basically just for this to be over and for the world to be rebuilding itself uh, on whatever remains mm. uh, to be learned from these pandemics. And I really need to travel. And that, that's, that's one thing that I really hope that will somehow be available to us in the next year. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah, because, you know, I just feel like a little bit jailed in Italy. You don't? I didn't tell you, so my brother did a last-minute coup on me. And so we had agreed that he's going to go celebrate with my mom. And then sort of last minute, he he uh, mentioned to me that he was very tired and he's probably just going to do a video call with her. And I said, no, that, that doesn't work for me because that means I now mm-hmm. have to get myself on a flight. I mean, it's it's unacceptable that she'd be alone for Christmas. I don't accept it. So you don't want to do it. I'll do it. But, you know, the least thing you can do, I accept you're tired. Everyone's tired. Least thing is you go there 
and you lay in her sofa and you get yourself fed. And he agreed to that. Uh, and <laughs> ultimately what happened is that she actually went to him. So he hosted her rather. So I guess it was the whole, you know, leaving the house for him that he wasn't comfortable with, which I don't care as long as they're together. And I don't feel like I have the wanderlust itch, but if anything, I would go and see my mom, of course. Um, but yeah, that is that's... not the same as like wanting to travel. Uh, it's more, you know, not being, not travel, not being an obstacle if you want to see somebody. But I am, I don't feel this, you know, discovery and feeling like I miss the adventure. I feel none of that, to be honest. No, it's not about the adventure. It's a little bit like, you know, trying not to feel afraid of uh, what's outside. And that's why I say this is going to be a permanent uh, mark on our, you know, psychological we were going to have psychological damage more mm. than physical if we managed to survive because limitations on your movements and the fear that you feel every single time that you have to take a plane, if there are planes to be taken because none of that is available here. Yesterday we were walking in the park and I see a, an airplane and I'm like, oh my God, there is a plane. Where is it going? What's going on here? That's felt a little bit, you know, apocalyptic. It's like seeing a movie or seeing a TV show and realizing you are the main character in it and it's really happening. So I, I look forward to any sort of uh, old life coming back into the new life, if we can put it that way. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the one wish. And what's the one Thing that you you know you are just going to make a point of not doing in 2021 aside from shopping no i mean even the shopping is not a hard thing no look I, i'm okay <laughs> i am not in 2021 yet and i don't feel i need any radical changes so mm-hmm. i'm all right it'll come to me but for now i don't uh, i don't feel it i guess i if there is anything like i need to um take with me is that uh, I'm a 40 year old woman and I'm going to continue to grow in age if everything goes well god willing and I need to start accepting everything that comes with it which includes also looking like 40 and looking like 41 and 45 and everything else but that's I'm so not ready for this right (laughs) right and I think um, I think the transformation will be you know, that will have to settle little by little. Uh, and that's also okay. But I don't feel the need to radically, you know, throw something in. And I, I like slow development where you, where, where it sort of <clears throat> doesn't hit you in the head because of some trauma. Should we, should we change the name of the pod? Like old ladies who talk or middle-aged ladies who talk? Let's do it. Let's do a <laughs> poll. Let's what do about Paul, you? Exactly. What like, are you going to leave behind? Not do. Yeah. Leaving behind. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I think mine is going to be more psychological. I'm not going to be putting everyone else in front of my own needs, which is something that I actually um, used to do a lot because that's what empaths do. And I'm just going to be concentrating a little. Um, on myself, on the immediate family members who actually need my assistance. 
But um, let's put it this way, not taking any bullshit anymore. <laughs> because it's, it's a dangerous and slippery slope. Once you allow everyone else's energy to invade your own, it's going to be leaving uh, consequences. So I'm just going to be taking a little bit time for myself and catering to my own needs. Because if I'm not healthy, not everyone else is just not going to be healthy too. So... Thinking about myself is not going to be act of egoism anymore. It's just going to be a measure of uh, mental health, which will be my theme for 2021, considering the loss that we just had. It will be navigating, you know, like step by step, day by day. But I feel the need to find people again and realize what, it, what people mean to me like, all over again like rebuilding the whole community thing on my own terms, if that makes any sense to you. <laughs> it does, and it sounds like a huge task, like a huge assignment, actually. Yeah, it is, it is, because if you think about it, you know, we were different people before, before Corona, and now it's useless to pretend we're just going to be different people after. So um, it's a task, but I take it like, you know, Every day, step by step, little baby steps, just to get there, to have clear boundaries, to have clear um, relationships and not to have any kind of emotional or psychological abuse from anyone. It's, it's difficult, but I think that's what getting older means too. I think we will be surprised to see how little people uh, will remember from this experience. I mean, apart from the trauma, I think, because I think mm -hmm. a whole generation of young people um, will actually be fairly colored by, by this experience. But I, I am waiting to see. Uh, I think people will bounce back very quickly and, and forget about all the lessons learned, unfortunately. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, as soon as sort of, you know, world turns back to some kind of normal but i mean even that every day i read about a new disaster somewhere and they're big disasters so i don't know if we're going to a new normal if we're going to a snowball effect of of you know not so positive changes uh on this earth um and i think somehow the human nature is to maintain in old tracks and maintain positive and evolution doesn't take one lifetime i think it takes several hundreds of them. So I'm not sure people will remember to change. Uh, but well, let, let me know, be proven you know, wrong. What my husband always says that people never change. People are just the same as they were before because it's very much easy to go into the old habits once you were out of the woods. But um, let's not underestimate our personal power to be the change because... If you really matured the the decision to change something in your life, I think no one can actually stop you. Once you change, someone else will change too, at least in, in, in a, a little less measure than you did. But it's a little bit of the change. So it's, it's like a domino effect, I think. And I will toast to another thing. I will toast to friendship, female friendship, support, and new adventures that await because this pod was resurrected mm. by one of those adventures mm -hmm. <laughs> and i'm very happy it was resurrected because it gives us weirdly enough time to chit chat and share with all the lovely people that are listening to it 
I will toast that too. woman. Because... Cheers to that. Cheers, Cheers to, that. to common projects and common support and friendships in good yes. health. Everything in good health, because otherwise this pod is just turned so bleak. It's horrifying. I'm surprised no one actually cut the beans listening to us now, by now. <laughs> like no shopping, oyster chucking. The only funny part you and... took away. I was about to announce how much I spend at Dior. And you were like, no, that's not funny. Let's not do that. But maybe no, we please. Do that. That's not even funny. So next time we speak, I mean... we'll be in 2021. God willing, inshallah. Very good. So until yes. then, happy, happy new year. You too. Cheers. Happy new year. So next uh, January 1st is Friday. So we will um, talk again, resume on the 3rd. And we will see uh, how much you cooked or didn't cook. Or if you shucked any ice oysters <laughs> on the night. <laughs> Stay tuned then. Stay and happy tuned Sunday. Today. Happy Sunday to you and everyone else listening.